I wanna, I wanna report back. There's a concept in Masech that's getting of Chazra Shlichos Eitzlabal. When you're sent on a mess, on a, on a, on a trip, a journey, a Shlichos, what would be the best English word for a Shlichos? A task. When you're sent on a mission, so you're supposed to come back and report to your senders about the Shlichos. Loi Marasisi Come back to Derech Eretz. So Derech Eretz, a character refinement, where if you sent on a job, you come back and you say, Asisi Shlichusi, I've done my task. So I feel like I represented the Hevra. I was a Shliach of the Hevra to go to Eretz Yisrael to bring Chizuk, to bring encouragement. So I want to report back. I want to report back, and the three things that I want to report back to the guys these, there, there could be many things, but there are three. There are many three of the things that 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 come to my mind now that I want to report back to the guys. The third one to me is the most important in reporting back. I don't say it's the most important development, but I want to do the following three things to share with the chevra reporting back from Eretz Yisrael. The one thing I want to share from Eretz Yisrael and something that was striking to me and of all the different scenes and beautiful connection, camaraderie and closeness was the gathering with the marrieds. The gathering, we, we were zeichet to sit together, the mishpachas together, men, women and children, the mishpachas, and we had a gathering of the marrieds. And... Stam that people from here are zeicha to sit and learn Torah b'kdush in Eretz Yisrael, in Kailim in Eretz Yisrael is is delightful. That that many dozens and dozens of bnei Torah from our yeshiva are ending up sitting and learning Torah b'kdusha, married with mishpachs in Eretz Yisrael is is delightful to me. And we speak a lot in yeshiva about getting married and taking the ideals we have and bringing it into life. Somebody asked me, on this trip, somebody asked me that we celebrate Goyesha birthdays in Waterbury. Goyesha birthday. My friend last night told me that he doesn't count, he doesn't know English dates. I'm impressed. He said, Yidin are separate. We have a Jewish calendar. We have a lunar year. And he's correct. It's one of the first mitzvahs. The first mitzvah, Avi of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, is Achaydish Azel Chadashim. You're yid, we're yidden. We have a different calendar. Reb Chaim, people close to the great God of Reb Chaim Zatzal, Chaim Kanievsky, said he was very worried about yidden feeling like Goyim. Now we value Goyim. Goyim are precious. It's a Mishnah we value. It's a Mishnah. But yet there's a people that are the Am Hashem, that are the Banim Lashem, uniquely a Yid. And we have to keep our uniqueness. We're Yidin. We literally live in a different world. We see the world different than Goyim. We see the world through the lens of Torah. And we live completely a different existence, the existence of Yidin. We literally see things different. And as such, we completely have a different cycle of the year. We have a lunar calendar. We count by the moon. We have a different month. The people you pass by, people, they say, Happy New Year. It's not the New Year for me. It's not the New Year. Nissan is number one. Nothing else is number one. I have a different calendar than you have. And we live with a different calendar. And as such, there's big kanas, not to count that people who are not aware, they, the goyish, but they're not putting down goyim. There's an acknowledgement that a yid lives in a different world. And a yid has the tashkafa satira, and we literally count different months. The world saying new year, for us it's not the new year, Nisan is the new year. And I completely relate. And relating to that, dangerously in Waterbury, they celebrate the Goyish birthday. What's going on here? Strange yeshiva. Strange yeshiva. And we're very careful in the yeshiva. We're careful with nuances, with minag yisrael. And yet, they can bring out from the dining room a cake. And we celebrate the Jewish year, of course. 
But why are we even gyrus? Now, it's based on the Rambam. I have a riot to the Rambam to what I'm saying. But of course, we celebrate the lunar and solar year, Avi. And Be'emes, we have a mitzvah daraisa to make sure that the lunar and solar year somehow work. We keep our, our lunar year, the moon year, but we, with the mitzvah daraisa, to make a leap year roughly one in three years. It's not exact. Seven in 19 years is more exact. So we do seven leap years in 19 years because we want to make sure that the lunar year stays very connected to the solar year. We want to keep that the solar year, which dictates the seasons, and our lunar year, and the Rambam words it as such. What? I never showed it to you. I'll show it to you. But the lunar and solar have to, have to coincide, and there's a deep imek. There's a deep imek that the world that we live in connects to Ruchnius. That Tyre is not on an island. The world, there's Kiddush Shemayim every, everywhere on this earth. And we're not disconnected to this earth. We're just bringing and finding the premius on this earth. That there's a connection to Hashem. As such, I like that the lunar and solar birthday is celebrated. That, of course, we live with the lunar and moon calendar. But all the while, all the while, we live in this earth and we bring it up, we elevate it. We elevate this world, and that's, that's the task of a Yid. And I, to see people building homes, Yiddish homes, with wife and children, that it's not a disconnect. There's not a disconnect learning Torah, and then I have a family. No, it's brought in to see people seamlessly, in a beautiful way, taking the ideals of Torah and raising homes, husband and wife together, with Kedusha, with children, raising Torah homes. It was awesome to experience. That part of the journey, both on, on, on Thursday, we were Zaycha to have a lunch. To have a suda, the, the, the wives sat together, the men sat separately, and we had a suda tzazamen and all the children running around. That was a wonderful thing that I want to share that scene with the Olam. Just that our chevra sitting and learning years later, that many, many dozens and dozens of B'nai Torah sitting and learning Hashem's Torah, and that they're bringing the value, all the values of Torah into mishpachis, into their family life raising families and bringing the, all the beauty and kedusha of Torah into family life, that was a wonder to see. And that's the first visual I wanted to share. For Thursday we had a suda with the marrieds, dozens and dozens of mishpachas. Shabbos day, many of the families walked great distances that we should have a suda Shabbos together with the mishpachas. That was, that was a picture I wanted to share. I want to share Levi and Shem, the second picture. And then I'll get to the Iker thing I want to tell the guys. The second picture I want to share is the kindness of Hashem, how Hashem assists us in our travels. We say every morning, Hashem prepares the footsteps of men. And when a person sets sail in the right way, in the path that a person wants to go, Hashem assists. Somebody comes to purify, Hashem assists. Reb Noach Weinberg used to say that when I'm doing Hashem's will, all the lights become green because my father runs the lights. My father controls all the traffic lights. When I'm going the right way, they all turn green. He felt in his own life a tremendous sense of siyata deshmai, of heavenly assistance. And I want to describe that we're sitting here in Durham, Connecticut, and we're trying to grow. We're making efforts, fighting, struggling, falling, failing, succeeding, battling Epis to come to Shachris. Epis, Epis to guard my eyes and not look at bad things, to look at the right things. Epis, Epis to learn Hashem's Torah. And we're struggling to serve Hashem. And in our lives, in that struggle, in the small picture, 
So we see heavenly assistance. A Rebbe comes who's good for us. A dorm counselor, a friend, a chavrusa. We see siyata deshmaya. But sometimes also we're so engulfed in the struggle that it looks like, do you see a Goyish singer screamed up to heaven, do you see us down here, Lord? Do you see us here, Hashem? And any sincere thinker, any sincere servant of Hashem wants to feel, wants to see Siyat HaDishmaya, wants to see heavenly assistance, wants to assure us, I'm with you, I'm with you, and love you and love what you're doing. I'm there with you, I love what you're doing. We all crave that sense, and we have moments, we have seconds and moments where we feel, you're with me, Hashem. It might be the right chavrusa shows up to the yeshiva, the right friend, the right dorn counselor, the right rebbe. You get a sense, Hashem, you're with me. I just returned from Eretz Yisrael, Levi. I owe you. Yet please, everybody here, I'm saying the truth. There were people there who are Adam. Here you have a yeshiva guys fighting to serve Hashem. Fighting to grow, to try, to overcome, battling, slugging it out. And it's rough and tough. It's a war. It's a struggle. And we certainly have glimpses and glimmers of Siata Deshmaya. I'm coming back reporting. I saw two whole yeshivas that Hashem opened for us. Tzadikim Gemurim. It's not normal. It's not normal. I'm coming back. I saw him, Rebina. I'm not here. I'm not selling anything to anybody. I'm not here. There's not, we'll talk about Eretz Yisrael yet. I saw yeshiva guy after guy after guy after guy becoming B'nai Torah. It's not normal. A yeshiva, Rebaron gets in his head, this tzaddik, this humble person, who's a, a humble tzaddik, who's willing, a bacher could yell at him, will change the whole yeshiva. He's emes humble. He's a mevakesh Hashem who hires the amount of holy rebbeim. Yearly, I meet new rebbeim. From Rev Esther we've met in the past, to Rev Rosen, Rice Stern, Akadosh, holy rebbeim, Rabbi Resnick, many, 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 many others. Endless names of precious rebbeim. <coughs> and it's a nace. It's an absolute nace. Rev, he gets, Rebbe Baron decides, he was in Eretz Yisrael, yeshiva, top yeshiva. C- celebrated, respected, he decides in his head he's going to open an American yeshiva also. It's a good part-time job. I don't, he gets in his head, opens it, our guys go there. He goes to his Rebbe that he can't possibly do both. So he's in a top Israeli yeshiva and running an American yeshiva for the Waterbury Hevra. And he says to one of the G'dayli Adar of Hirsch that I can't do both. What should I do? He says, leave the Israeli yeshiva. That's where you belong. He runs the yeshiva, hundreds of our guys. I watch guy after guy steiging. I saw Tzvi Winter. I saw the persons engaged in Ruchnius. Sat there, Shabbos, soaking up every Dvar every Zemmer, focused, excited, ignited on fire. I saw Elidan with many dozens and dozens of our guys on fire, advancing. Be'emes, in real, advancing in Avodah Hashem, real. I saw years of guys advancing, working, learning better, davening better, putting in. It's a struggle. That's all that Nisiyanists don't end there. Guys struggle at first. Guys goes to Eretz Yisrael. In Durham, there's freedom, but there's no Jewish places to party. You got Eretz Yisrael, there's freedom and good places for the freedom to be chal. So people run around a little at first. That happens. It's for sure true. But ultimately, ultimately, with Sadiqim, with Rebbeim, the perfect, beautiful Rebbeim, I watched hundreds of guys developing, putting in more. Steigen Weiss looked at Yosef Sandler. He shines like the sun, Mamish. Serious Ben Vigi Ben Ayim. The list goes on, Daniel, Daniel Munchet. The list is on and on and long. Of guy after guy, Be'emes, Be'emes. I just see Nisim. It's a nace. It's not a normal thing. There's all of a sudden Yeshiva's opening, but exact. What you, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't make the story up. I remember when we needed places, all of a sudden, the right Yidna, Mechim Mitzad, they govern. 
Shem prepares the footsteps of, of, of human beings and gets us where we need to go. To the people, people want to grow when Hashem set up the right people, the right situations. I saw people, Baruch Shostu was there years, steiging, growing, dozens, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of our guys advancing, pushing further, firmer, more connected to themselves, more connected, just advancing in their Avodah Hashem. I was blown away by the Yeshiva Simravina. Blown away. I don't care. It's not, I'm not taking polls. What do you hold? I don't care what any. I'm telling you what I saw. The Einai Raisi, with my eyes, I saw. Hundreds of guys growing, alumnus of the air present, a gorgeous Yeshiva of Steiging, of Siata Deshmaya, the Siata Deshmaya in that building. I saw so many guys advance. Zach Wiener, Steiging, Steiging, the MS. He sat Shabbos plugged in, and you saw something, you saw something. Guy after guy after guy, it's Naira, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I saw it there. I was Zaycha to go out to Rav Fisher's yeshiva. And I saw our Hevra, I saw Dovi Klein sat here fighting, trying, from Ben Taira developing close to his Rebbe, attached to the Shabbos, attached to what's going on. And again, dozens and dozens, what's going on by Rafisher's Yeshiva, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of guys growing, advancing. Rafisher, somebody who gives his life to, to the guys, also, he decides. He, he, he wants to start a yeshiva. He was successful wherever he had been. And punked, punked. <laughs> a coincidence, punked. The guys here need a yeshiva and from the most talented, caring, given, energetic mechanchem in the world, punk decides that he's willing to make the exact yeshiva just what the guys need. Exactly and only caring what does the chevra need. And he's making a place. Guys are growing. It's the most emotionally supportive yeshiva I've seen in the world. This side of a place in Durham, Connecticut. Incredibly emotionally supportive and caring. Bachramar are, are supported in a, in a deep, deep way. And I saw, I saw you didn't notice. He's glowing. I saw last year when I came, he had a chavrusa. Sitting and learning with a chavrusa. I saw dozens and dozens of guys advancing in their rochnias in serious, serious ways. Plugged in Yitz Shaps. Journeys, sat here, wanted to grow as Talmud Movik of Rabbi Zon. And I saw Steiging. It's interesting. Much to Rabbi Ezi's chagrin, we spent most of the time in Eretz Yisrael singing Hashem, praying Hashem Mali Rachman. The best time we ever sang Hashem Mali Rachman, in my eyes. The best two times Hashem Ali Rachman, we've sang it a lot of places now. It fueled Sulam. It fueled the yeshiva this year. In Rev Fisher's yeshiva, a lot of Talmidim of Rev Zon Shlita. And I said, let's pray for Rebbets and Zon together. The Hashem Ali Rachman there was barely a, barely a this world experience. It was, there's not, it's impossible that Tefillah didn't break Sha'arim and Shemaim. Impossible. The tefillah is pale, it's pashat, there'll be Yeshua's from such a tefillah, it's pashat. The Hashem Ali Rachman there, and then the old city, together with a couple of Hevra, we sang Hashem Ali Rachman, Naira. What I saw by Refisher's yeshiva of growth, of real growth, serious work, honesty. I don't fall for pretend, I'm not into that. Honesty, honest, honest, not a show. Not that it looks all from, it doesn't look from, it's Lebedic, I'm insecure, he's in my issue. I'm not into insecurity, I don't care. But I'm talking about a person trying to connect to God, trying to get from her, trying to have a healthy relationship to Tyra, to prayer, to Hashem. And I saw a pl- place that there's advancement. Yaakov Koko looks like a million bucks. He's growing, he's staging, he's developing. It's, 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 it's naira, it's awesome. And it's one big display of somebody wants to grow, there's a promise from Hashem. You want to grow, Hashem helps out. That's a guarantee. And that's what I saw. That If a person wants to grow, Hashem helps out. He brings and gives the places and people people need. And I saw those two yeshivas, miraculous.
miraculous, Imre Bin and Refishers, are two miracles, miraculous places of steiging, of growth. That, that alone I have to report back to the guys. You have to be aware of it. And certainly we all have glimpses of such, but I felt like in Eretz Yisrael I got to, be an ex- I got to experience an explosion of Siata Deshmaya that people want to grow. Somebody wants to grow, Hashem gives Siata Deshmaya. And I saw two yeshivas that are like built. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't. The, the Banisham constructed for our Hevra places that hundreds of our guys are getting closer to Hashem, I wanted to share that. But the, the last thing is the main thing I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell you that the fire that is our yeshiva is, is something that's, that's hundreds, thousands of people are being ignited, and I want to explain what the fire is. I want to try at least to give over a sense of what the fire. We sat Shalashud, this was one of the holiest plays I've ever seen in my life. The numbers on bed, maybe there were 600 people. The singing by Shalashud, you did Nefesh, Ashrayam, the Hashem Rachmim, Neir, Tzavi Yeshuas Yaakov. I want to say, Shemi, what we have here. I want to try to explain it. I'd like to put words, if everybody could listen to put words, what we have here. I'm going to try as follows. I want to share. I want to share two divrei Torah with the chevra. But I beg you, if you remember nothing from the year, remember these two divrei Torah. They're two divrei Torah. I want you to hear. I'm cutting off a piece of my body and hand to Avi. Please listen. Please listen. I want you to hear these two divrei Torah. Please listen well. Everybody listen, listen. Shimmy, listen well. Please open up your heart. Listen well to what I'm about to say. Two different Torah that I need you to hear. Dvar Torah number one. Dvar Torah number one. Dvar Torah number one is Shimon and Levi kill out. They kill out a city. Their sister was, was somebody was Ma'anes, their sister. I want to say the English word. But somebody took advantage of their sister. I appreciate, we have a Shimon and Levi in Yeshiva who I love. It always gives me a chiyah, Shimon and Levi. I love this Shimon and Levi. And in the Torah, Shimon and they're sitting next to each other. Beautiful, those two cool guys, when they put filling on together, Shimon and Levi. Shimon, Levi and Shimon. <laughs> Shimon and Levi. So Shimon and Levi kill out a city. The city was Chay of Misa. There were reasons the Rambam speaks about it. The city was Chay of Misa. And Shimon and Levi bring down a city because they took advantage of their sister. Yaakov Avinu, after seeing what they did, Yaakov Avinu gives them Musr. And he says, You caused me trouble. The inhabitants of the city are going to attack me. You can't just kill a country. Yaakov Avinu knows why they did it. And the city deserved it. Yaakov Avinu doesn't say that wasn't nice. The city needed to get din. And the Rambam says it was mutter to do what they did. He just say it wasn't smart. Because other countries are now going to attack us. And the Ramban says they were attacked. The Ramban says there were two major wars. Other neighboring countries attacked Yaakov and his children. And Yaakov Avinu told off his sons. And he said to them it was a bad move to attack. I know they deserved it. But we're not in charge now, it's Golos, even though we were in Eretz Yisrael. But light held, we owned Eretz Yisrael. Avram and his children knew the truth that we do not. And we're not in charge right now, you shouldn't have done it. And they respond, Shimon and Levi respond to Yaakov Avinu, Should we let our sister be treated like a zaina? I have two kashas, Rebelli. I have two kashas. Kasha number one, could you imagine a guy in Yeshiva, I don't want to use the example. I don't want to use the example. I, I'm afraid nobody should learn from the example. I'm going to use it. Could you imagine the rush for Tchevra beat up a bacher? And the guys are upset, so they, they attack. <laughs> they fight back. <laughs> could you imagine, I, I tell the bacher, you jeopardize the Yeshiva. Yaakov Avinu says to Shimon and Levi, you jeopardize our lives. He said, we were upset. You think? Duh! We were so upset. 
I didn't realize. <laughs> they just killed the city out. <laughs> we were very upset, Dad. You think? <laughs> you looked upset. I knew you were upset. I knew why you did it. What are you adding? Did you ever have a machloikas with your chavrusa? You say one way, he says the other. You say one way, and you just go, I know what you're saying already. It's getting old. We're having the same fight over and over. I know what you hold already. Shimon and I have had some fights. He's like, Kalish, I know what you're saying already. Stop. Genokshine. Enough. What are Shimon and Levi saying back to Yaakov Avinu? He, under- he understood what they did, Shloim, and why they did it. And he says, you shouldn't have done it. Say, what? You want our sister to be treated as Zaina? I mean, they, he knew why they did it and said it was wrong. Worst yet is what a chutzpah. You don't answer your father back. It's Yaakov Avinu. So Kasha 1 is why do they answer Yaakov Avinu back? Hakazayni Yasach said it's ridiculous. You don't talk back. And the father knew the cheshbon. And why the Torah records it? Three caches. You don't talk back to your father. He gave Musa and he, you didn't add any new information. Yaakov wasn't chaser any idea. Yaakov wasn't missing any information. Leia, somebody did something. Somebody took advantage of Leia. Everybody knew that. Sh- uh, not Lev, Dina. Somebody took advantage of Dina. Shimon and Levi killed the city in retribution. And Yaakov Avinu saw, understood, and said, you're wrong. You jeopardize all of us. They say back, what, you want our sister to be taken advantage of? First of all, you don't talk back to your dad, one. Two is you didn't add anything. He knew why you did it. And three is why would the Torah record what they said? A kasher of Eli. It's a plea. Please listen to this. Please listen to this. A guy I know, Yisrael, there was a visiting speaker in a yeshiva. After the speaker left, a guy I know was sitting next to his Rebbe, one of the great mechanichim in the world today. Now I want to explain what a great mechanich is. If you don't know what a great mechanich is, you want to know what a great... By a Goyesh educator, it's how charismatic you are. A Goyesh educator, he knows math. Not a guy in the class gives a flippin' hoot about math. So if you could be a geshmakster, you're so charismatic, you could sell math to people who don't care about math. That's a guyish educator. Charisma is the main thing. A mechanech, it's very hard to be real. Every guy in yeshiva knows that. To be authentic is hard. To pray to Hashem honestly. To pray honestly is very, is very hard. Pray to Hashem. To be authentic, to learn Hashem's Torah sincerely with authenticity is a challenge. Now to be honest and talk to somebody else. Sitting up here, so the instinct is to perform. I want to impress Elio. I want to show off Ellie Berg, if Ellie's here from BMG. I want to show off that we have something, so every instinct is to be pretend. It's to show off. We have a visitor from Chavetz Chaim. I like his parents. I like the yeshiva. So you want to show off. A mechanech, that's when I call one of the best mechanechim in the world, it's hard enough to be authentic. Then to be authentic and authentic with somebody else, that's a chatzie miracle. The best mechanech in the world could stay authentic and allow somebody to join in their authenticity. The instinct is to perform. The instinct is to show. It's murder to be authentic and allow somebody into authenticity. This mechanic is one of the great mechanichim in the world. Listen what he did. Listen what he did. The visiting speaker speaks, and the Talmud turns to the Rebbe and says a crazy sharp line ripping the visiting speaker. The Rebbe was nishtoimim from the line. He was amazed by the line. But Mamish, visibly amazed by the line, and told the Talmud whatever he said, what a line. The Talmud ripped the speaker, and it was excellent. He was nishtaymi, he was amazed by the brilliance of the line. Then he patched the Talmud and said, don't you ever rip a visiting person again. It's not a trick. If you think it's a trick, that's secular education. I'm not impressed with any tricks in Chinuch. You know what I'm impressed Many times my kids did something, I was, I was really impressed. They were wrong, but I was impressed. But I'm not secure. So I pretend like, 
And the message, what I want to tell them, doesn't work. I want to tell you something interesting. I believe David is the biggest chedesh of the year. Truth works. Is somebody supposed to talk in shul? No. You're talking to Hashem. How do you talk during davening? So we say shah. People have been saying shah for 60 years. Why doesn't it work? Truth works. So we tell a guy, shah, you're talking by davening. Why doesn't it work? I have a question. I've seen Rabban in 50 years saying Shah, and the same people are talking. And they Shah with a kiss, with a hug, with a scream, with a yell, with nice, strict, everything in between, everything, else thing. And the guy's still talking. Why doesn't it work? Truth works, Eveli, I believe it. MS works, so why doesn't the Shah work? I think because it's a Sheker. Listen, listen, I think there's a lie to the Shah. A third of people who talk, I believe as follows, one third. I think it's a third. A third, we're going to ask, Daniel, you tell me if you mask him. Did you ever meet a guy who goes to the hospitals and cheers people up? And I, my friend Ellie Halpert was sick in Eretz Yisrael's appendix first. And an old yid went room to room cracking jokes in the hospital. What are your thoughts about that guy, Hevra? Goes to the hospital, old man, Maish, you're an honest fellow. What are your thoughts? A guy goes room to room in the hospital cheering people up. I think he's an angel. He's Maish Glazer-esque. Guy's an angel, he's sharing people. This guy's sitting, Maish Glazer sits, my kids describe, my kids describe on a mountain skiing, he's like giving chizuk. What a nice trick, everybody passed by, the whole mountain's esteem went up, Maish Glazer. He was complimenting people, what a flip. Wow, the way you make those S's, like everybody. Maish, I want to tell you a secret. A third of guys who talk by davening are the visiting the <coughs> hospital tzaddikim. I want to explain. It's true what I'm, I'm not saying baloney. I'm not being from, yeah. Shul, you look around, everybody, it looks a lot of people very bored. They're trying. It's very hard to pray. And you have a guy, he feels bad. He looks around and everybody seems so just, and he goes around to make a little lebedic. I hold in some ways bigger than the guy who visits the hospital. The guy who visits the hospital gets covered. This guy, for his efforts, just gets shaj. He's not a tzaddik. He sees people dying all over the room. And a third of the people, I'm not, I don't mean to be funny. A third of the people who talk in shul, the other two thirds I'll talk about at a different time, what their tzaddikus is. But a third of the guys, it's true, Ellie. A guy's going around talking. He's bringing a little chiyus, nebuch. The whole place for chatsi mace. And one guy, he feels so badly, tells a joke to this one. A nice, he's a He's bringing a little energy here. This place looks chatsi dead. He goes and he goes, says a joke and a chizuk and hugging geschmack. He actually makes, a, and not only he's dachat tzaddik, the rav's like, shah, this guy's a mice nefesh for a sitkus. The guy who visits the hospital, gets good shaduchim for his kids. He, Pashat, looks like he's the bad guy around. He says he does his sitkus b'mesiras nefesh. I'm speaking the truth. That's a third of the people who talk in shul. Now, if you would know that, should the guy be talking in shul? Of course not. Of course not. But first of all, you should know about his sitkus. What's the Eitzah? So half the Eitzah is on us not to look so dead in shul. It's a good place. I'm okay. And he comes. I'm just praying. I'm okay. I'm happy. Smile a little bit. Show some chiyos. In some places, it looks like people are dying. It might be pekoach nevish. It might be better in some places. The guy to go around. He's giving some chiyos. The answer is Beseder. Avi in truth. I promise if the Shah contained an appreciation that you're an incredible guy, that you actually try to cheer, if the Shah contained, if the Shah contained an appreciation, you're an amazing guy. You're a hospital visitor, but the Shah would work. It's Pasha to me, the Shah would work. You're an amazing guy. You're trying to bring chaos when people are down. Wow. By the way, not, not during that. Let's do it. By the Kiddush, let, let's, let, not before the Kiddush, not, let, there's a time, we said, let's, let's make the davening, let's figure it out together. We shouldn't talk, we're talking to Hashem. Shui, if the Shah would contain that, the Shah is more, it's not a trick. I call him a great mechanic, he doesn't have a good trick, he's just authentic. Your kid one day is going to say something. Don't be afraid to be impressed. By the way, your musr will work because you're giving authentic. 
This Rebbe, I was nishtoimim. The guy ripped the speaker. He was amazed that the kid is sharp, is a mevakish emes, is a tzipisil Yeshua type of guy. It's a Shammai person. A lot of kids don't like Nancy. A kid comes home, my teacher's crazy, I hate him. Beep, beep, beep. If you respond, stop cursing, you're missing half the story. Half the story is your tzaddik son, who's tzipisil Yeshua, doesn't accept things that aren't right. He's a Shammai, Nick. First of all, wow. Wow, you have, you have so many good points. Besides, let's not cur- there's, there's, there's a lot to study here. There's a lot to unpack. The Shah would work if it contained the whole sugya to unpack. Pashtus, what happened, I don't know if Shimon and Levi said after. It doesn't say Vayoyim Rulay David. I don't think the order is that Shimon and Levi sinned, Yaakov gave Musa, and they answered back Yaakov. I don't think they answered back Yaakov. Shimon and Levi sinned. Yaakov gave them Musa. Vayoimru is what they were saying, not back to Yaakov. Vayoimru. The Torah after the Musa says that there was an Oymek in what they were saying that I want to live as a Maskana. Even Nacht the Musa. I want you to know that Shimon and Levi had announced to the world something that's eternally true. Hakizayin yasach after they're given Musr, they didn't say it to Yaakov Avinu. They're not Mechutzavim. But Vayayimru, the Torah records what they said, because even after they're wrong, they shouldn't have attacked. In Parshas Vayichi, Ar-Rapam, they did the wrong thing. But Vayayimru, the Torah wants to record that forever there was a Shairish of Taiv. We let our sister be a Zaina. That MS is, comes true. Avada, they shouldn't have attacked back, but there was a Shirish that was very precious. And I want to say to us all that our Shrashim are wonderful. Our Shrashim of each and every one of us is fire, we're souls. What we are, you don't need manipulation, you don't need what a Yid is, is, an, is, is a soul, is a fiery soul. A Yid is a fiery soul, melovish with a goof. That's what a yid is. You don't need to fix people. You don't need a... A yid is a fiery soul that shrashim are good. Our roots are good. Every single one of us is a fiery soul with maridika shrashim. Sure, we need to learn where to express how. The shrashim of the deeds are wonderful. That's step one. But I want to say like this. Listen to this, Hever. Yaakov Avinu wants to be Megala the Kates. And this is how I want to explain the environment with Zaychetu. When I saw Shalashudis, I saw about, there were 300, 350 Waterbury Hevra, and then hundreds of B'nai Tairaf packed into a room, grabbing on to the Hevra here, being inspired, and grabbing on. I want to explain what was going on. And anywhere we went in Eretz Yisrael, the Hevra together, there's a fire. I want to explain the fire. It's important. Yaakov Avinu, at the end of his life, is about to die, Levi. Listen to this. B'tzalah, listen well to this. Yaakov Avinu is about to die, David, and he gathers his children. And he wants to reveal them when Mashiach is coming. Bikesh legalis, it's a Gemara Psachim Daf Nunvav, I believe. Bikesh legalis saketz. He wants to say when Mashiach's coming. And he forget. it doesn't say he forgets it, it's nistami menu, he disconnects from it. And instead he gives them a blessing. I need to study this. He pivots, he wants to tell them Mashiach. And then he, he, he loses it, he pivots, and he gives them a blessing. What happened, Hebrew? Now, if you think the pivot to say a blessing is he, okay, drop that idea, Mashiach. It has to be, Avi, and my suspicion, Avi and Avi, is giving a blessing connects to saying when Mashiach. Now, it's time to grow up, guys. David, we can't stay kids our whole life. Stay young, but not a child, not a baby. What does it mean he wanted to tell them when Mashiach is? When you were a little kid, he wanted to... Let's say we knew the date. Who, what the flip? Does anybody care? This is the date, Mashiach. What, what's happening? So let's grow up. What does it mean he wanted to say when Mashiach is? What does that mean? And then we're going to discuss, Aryeh, the pivot that he gives them a blessing instead. Mashiach, what does it mean he wants to tell them Mashiach's coming? So please listen. 
When I was a youngster, David, I liked the author, Agatha Christie, a lot. I thought she was brilliant. I don't know if I would think that way today. I just don't know. I was a youngster. I probably would. It's hard. When you're a little kid, when you're a little kid, the guys in Heller were seven-foot dunkers. They all were much better than LeBron. So you're a little kid. Things look different. That's just how it is. In my, my, my younger self thought she was the smartest writer I can picture. I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't had time in many years. I'm curious. Are you? She's so smart, Agatha Christie. Mrs. Christie. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. She sold over $2 billion. Yeah, so maybe. That's because... 12-year-olds think she's the smartest in the world. Okay. But anyway, maybe, maybe she is. If Ruben Yoyna says she's still smart, she, she, has, she stayed smart after 150 years. She's a, it's a, she wrote her books about 150 years ago. She might still be brilliant. I, don't, I just don't want to give her a scum. I don't want to any of the heavy, like go to the library and come back. Maybe it's in a car. I read her book. She, this is what I thought when I was 12. What can I tell you? But I thought Agatha Christie was the smartest. Now, what happened in her writings is you read a chapter here, a chapter there, and a third chapter. You, you read, and nothing like made sense. Wasn't Nunvav Rebezi? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Nunvav. I think it's Nunvav. No, it was Nunvav and Psach. It's Nunvav, it's Nunvav and Psach. Kids, maybe I'm... The kids are is that they... Was Nunvav? Of course. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brown would be upset. Brown. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, the Kitzer is... Are they wrong, Ahmed? Kitzer is... David, listen to this. So, Agatha Christie, Daniel, would write her stories. She'd have a parak, a parak here, a parak there. You didn't know where you were going, Johnny. Again, the 12-year-old then. I didn't know what's, and then the ending, the whole book made sense. Things would come, is, everybody's looking blank, man. Did I, is, Danielle, you read Agatha, come on. Oh, you didn't. Maybe she's not so smart. Danielle didn't read it, I'm not convinced anymore. I thought she was the smartest. Her books, why, why you read Agatha Christie, admit it. No? She might, she lost her smartness. They're probably smarter today. Okay. Arya, you read it? Maybe she's a little too smart. I'm alone here. Okay, the smartest guy. I keep here. Thank, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is she as smart as I think? You know what I'm talking at the beginning? You're reading her chapters. Things are happening. Different people, different place, and nothing makes sense. David, when you stick with her and she reaches the ending, every detail makes sense. The type of book you go back and you read early, you're like, oh my goodness. You, that's why he went. Ah-ha, ah-ha, and you figure out. A Kate's... When it says Yaakov Avinu Levi wanted to say Mashiach, he wasn't telling them a date that wouldn't help anybody. Mm. He wanted to explain, he knew his children would have a very difficult journey. It's been a complicated few thousand years, Levi. And he knew his children were headed for a long journey called Gullus. The case means the understanding of where it's all headed. And if we understand what Hashem's doing with us, it's easier to put up with stuff. If we knew, Levi, in our difficulties in life, what, we're, what it's bringing out of us, it's much easier to put up with it. It's a roadmap. It gives a sense. Right now, Hashem's doing this, bringing us here. The case is the ending that makes the whole story clear, Yisrael. Uh-huh. And Yaakov Avinu wanted to give the pshat what Hashem's doing with us collectively and individually, that his children then would manage all the difficulties. You hear, Hashem, what, what Yaakov Avinu wanted to do? To give the kates is not when Mashiach. It's the understand. The kates is the end game, and to clearly explain what Hashem's doing with us, where it's taking with us, so it would give a sense of order and reason to all the events of our collective and personal lives. That's what Yaakov Avinu wanted to share. The nistami menu, and he got detached from him. Golos, he wasn't entitled to tell us. And instead, we go through things collectively and individually. We don't make sense. Don't, I don't understand. What do you want from me, Hashem? Where are you bringing me? This is crazy. And we go through not understanding. Because Yaakov Avinu couldn't give the kates. He wasn't allowed to tell us the kates. Now, if you understand our lives, if you understand our lives, we li- learn Torah and we live Torah. 
Every part of our lives is Tyra. Every part of our lives. Our lives matter, and our lives are a kiyam of Tyra. Yaakov Avinu would live with tremendous clarity, and all the events of his life were bringing out a connection to Hashem. He was a walking kiyam of Tyra. By handing us the kates would allow that we'd have a sense in everything that we're going through, what parsha we're studying and living, how it's playing out. That's what Yaakov Avinu wanted to tell us. He can't tell us that. Hashem doesn't let. That's called Golos. So he pivots and gives us a bracha. Did he bench all his children? He cursed Reuven. He, he gives Musr. should curse. He gives Musr. Pachas kemayim al You lose kahuna. You're not being the melech, Reuven. No siri. Pachas kemayim. You acted way too swift. You way too impulsively. Shimon and Levi are rapam. So he didn't bless all the shvatim. So I want to teach the guys what a bracha is. What is a, what is a bracha? People go to Gedolim, Tzadikim, give me a bracha. What's a bracha? What is a bracha? So I want to explain mainly what a bracha is and understand what Yaakov did. Because it says he, he was Vayivarecha, he blessed all his children, but he didn't. A bracha avi is expansion. To be misbarech means to expand. If we work in areas that are not true to self, we stay very small. What Yaakov Avinu did to his children is pivoted from saying the case. He can't give a reason and an explanation to all the challenges of our life. So you're very liable, Daniel, to get lost. Through all the trials and tribulations, I don't know where you want, Hashem, where you're taking me, and people can get lost. If I knew what you wanted, the case, we don't have the case. So Yaakov said, I'm going to give you a different roadmap. And the roadmap is that it's going to be true to you. That all the challenges of your life, you have to ask yourself, am I being me? I tell guys when they leave the yeshiva, they have to stay cool. What I saw in our marriage, I saw a mati dahan, a mati da tamut chacham muflig. Tamut chacham iun rav, iun rav. Massive amount of Torah, close to Gedolim, learning bechavrusim with the Gedolim Adar, tremendous yid, and I saw that he's sharp and cool. He's loyal to his personality. I saw an Avi Lachman with a beautiful family, but I saw he's still the schmack and cool. Chaim Augustine, Morty, Morty Weinberg, the Chevra. And I always tell guys, laugh. You tell the bachur, stay cool, as if you're being funny. I couldn't be more serious in the world. I'm just trying to mirror what Avinu Yaakov told us. He bench them is to, the, to thyself be true. To bench somebody, and he told each of the Shvatim their mission and purpose and gave a sense of what their tafkit is. The telling Reuven, Pachas Kamayim Altaisis said, Reuven, you're not supposed to be the Melech. If you would try to be the Melech, you wouldn't be Misbarich, you wouldn't advance. Because you're putting work into not being you. And he was mevarich each shevet means he gave every shevet a sense of who they were. It's the best blessing you can ever give somebody is give a sense of who you are. That it takes hard work to steig. Nobody's saying growth is supposed to be easy. You're supposed to fight. It's hard to get up in the morning. It's hard to learn hard all day. It's hard to have good midas. And one is supposed to invest. But it has to invest loyally to yourself. It has to be comfortable. When I went to Eretz Yisrael, the main thing I look for is the guys look comfortable. If I see a guy, he could be the frumest guy on planet Earth. If he looks uncomfortable, there's something off. It doesn't look smooth and happy. It doesn't, he lost his coolness, if you will. Then he's not going to be misbarich. His work will be It will be wasted work. You're not going to ever be able to build yourself as a good somebody else. It won't work. You'll never be a good somebody else. You'll be a great you. And all the road map, when he can't say the kates, Yaakov Avinu, is give a bracha. It's the second best thing. You're going to go through challenges. What you should do is hold on and make sure you're loyally being you. If it feels comfortable and feels like you. With your tchuna, with your nature, make sure work hard. Don't sell out, but make sure it's you. Don't copy another person.
He blessed every one of the Shvatim. Instead of giving the kates, he wasn't allowed. He said there'll be twists and turns, but be true to yourself. Use your own tchun as the roadmap. I want to say what I experienced in Eretz Yisroh. There's a unity that's awesome, a togetherness of our guys, because they're not competing to be a Spitz thing, lady. The guys are not competing that there's a number one guy, he's the guy, then we all fight how much we could be him. No, no, no. No, no, no. His skabsu gather together. There's a unity because they're different shvatim with different tchunas. Yaakov Avinu blesses every one of his children. There's a unique tchuna to each. You be Ruvain, don't try to be Yehuda. You be Shimon, you be Levi. Stay to separate Shimon and Levi. Stop being together, separate. Shimon be Shimon. Levi be Levi. Yehuda be Yehuda. Yisachar, Zvulan, Don, Naftali, God, Asher, Yosef, Everybody be yourself. And when people are true to themselves and try to build a version of self with the respect to the next guy building a version of himself, there's unity. In law school, you'll hardly find unity because every other guy is your competition. As better, it's all marked on a curve. If he does well, you get a worse score. You can't say have unity. In many yeshivas where you're fighting to be the Spitzbacher, it's a joke. To turn to guys and say, why don't you all get along? You're, you're joking around. I don't get along because he's my fiercest competition. Because there's only room for one Spitz guy. And if he's the Spitz, I'm not. I'm at place number two. He's my competition. But that's a sheker. Each person's unique. There's a uniqueness. And my own steiging, my own success, my own avoid that's unique to me, in that world we can have a tremendous unity that could be a oneness. In that world, and I saw a unity of B'nai Tyru. I saw a whole bunch of B'nai Tyru who felt close to each other, who felt the respect. There was a fire to that. There was a fire to that that's attractive and drew others in. Happy, positive, successful B'nai Tyru who have their own sense, their own inner honesty of what I want to do and where I want to go and appreciation for the next guy's journey as well. I saw a unity and a sincerity that exists in that. Each person, beyond, there's not an insecurity. I saw a guy, a, a shasid, mamish, from the biggest tam, under 40 in the world, hard to find bigger talmidicham in the world. And I saw him standing next to a, a 12th grade, a fresh guy, trying to figure out if he's from or not. And not he was like being Mekar of him comfortably. Six, with deep, profound respect, I saw with my own eyes. And that exists because there's sincerity, there's authenticity, there's people who are honest with their connection to God, and not insecure, how does it look, who's going to report, how does, it's, there's a sincerity, an appreciation, each one's journey is precious. He got up, Mati Dahan got up and spoke, he said, one of the chevra ate by him. And after the Suda described this challenge, and he said to his wife, he said, I said to my wife, how can we judge? We know nothing about each other. How do we, I'm bigger, he's bigger. We don't know bigger. We have no clue. Each person has their own journey, unique. He said, I was dazzled by this guy who ate a soda by me. Mati's describing a guy who knows a breathtaking amount of Torah. has learned by Asmada for years. He's describing one of the chevra ate by him, a Shabbos soda. Him and his wife were in a shtoyim from the godless. They said, like, they looked up. He's much bigger. The respect, each one uniquely in our own situations, each one to take on with sincerity, with realness, with, with, with work. Not, I'm not, this could be used as a cap-out. It's not my nature. I'm not talking about a guy who's a low esteem. I'm talking about a guy who knows that we're all fire and then finds the direction and the place for his fire. We're all fire. We have to find our own unique expressions of our fire, not copying anybody else in our own unique ways. When that is done, the, the energy in a room full of people, that there's room for everybody in the room. 
The room was packed, but it was so roomy because there was room for everybody in the room. There was respect for everybody in the room. That alone is so attractive and so beautiful. That's what I experienced in Eretz Yisrael. The gathering of beautiful B'nai Torah, being Matzliach, each one in their unique path, their unique journey, their unique challenges, all different challenges, all different expressions of. Each one celebrating the other, appreciating the other, it was... Ilan, so you were there, Shalosh Shodas. You've ever seen something like that, Ilan? It's hard to put words to, other than to describe a room full of people that like each other, respect each other, and cheer each other on. The sense that the pride, the pride that we're part of a B'nai Torah, part of the Amashem, each one is valuable and important, was felt. Sometimes in a big gathering, you feel unimportant. There's so many people. Do I count? There was a sense. I count. Here I count. Here my journey matters. Here who I am matters. That sense. I want to say to the Olam here, each of us in our own journeys. We're at different places in our journeys. I feel like I'm almost ready for 11th grade. I feel I made certain advances. I had a my seriously. I'm almost ready for 11th grade. I may move to 11th grade myself. We're in different grades, my friends. We're at different stages and different grades. Each of us trying to process what? and push in our own avoidus Hashem. But I say with respect to the next guy, with encouragement, appreciation to the next guy, all of us should be with tremendous unity, with tremendous, tremendous unity to continue to grow in our own journeys and celebrate and encourage the guy on his journey. But each one, no capping, no imitation, there's no spitz. Don't imitate his steigen, don't imitate that one steigen. Your own journey, put in great effort. You'll have so much bracha. The best bracha is to have a derech, to have a sense of I understand my, my direction, my way, what I need to do. And then your efforts, there's a place for them to be chal. You get so large in your journey, in your own battle. So I wanted to share this beautiful scene, a scene of unity. The room, the magic of the room was people liked each other in the room. People respected each other in the room. And there was no spitz. He had a room, 600 Pnei Tyre. Everybody's a spitz. A spitz Ever Hashem. A spitch Am Hashem. That was the essence of that room that I, that I was zeichet to be in and experience. I do want to pray together. We went. Are you going now? And then John's going to get it. Oh, yeah? yeah? I always trust John. Thank you, Menachem. You always send away. It's an old trick in sports. You send away your best guy and you can't lose. If you win, we won without our best guy or one of our best guys. And if you lose, our best guy wasn't there. So we've, I sent Hootie there to throw a little longer. The Wolfpack cannot lose tonight. They either win and they won without one of the best guys or lose, and okay, he wasn't there. Go get him, Menachem. Ravezi was praying that Yoav would come and sing a new song, so Kaelish would come back with a new song, and I'm coming back, Hashem Ali Rachimim. He did, there was a new song taught. <laughs> there was a new song taught. We'll get to it, Sim. There was a new song taught. Maybe, maybe we'll get to it. Could be, it's even possible. But I'm not ready yet. Not ready yet. Not ready yet. Not ready yet. Ari Hashem Ali Rachimim. Take me a nice high key. Hashem, 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 Hashem,
<laughs> what time? That was like a contradiction. Are you what time is <laughs> What? 4.40? Okay. Could I ask, Shlomo and Arya, do you know Besecha Zena that Bensi sang in Eretz Yisrael? Kalbach's Besecha Zena? Bensi Kappenstein sang in Besecha Zena. What? Wednesday night. I want you to hear the song. Of course What? You don't know it? Shlomo, do you know it? Johnny, you know it? Are you know it? I think it's, I have to find a few guys. And the song, this, the, uh, the song Tobia sang, you know that? Kayol, Taroy. Do you know his Kayol? Does Arye know that song? You don't know it? Could you both learn that song? Shlomo and Arye, could you learn that song? I want you to hear. Shlomo and Arye, come forward. I'm giving you two chairs. Sing something back. Do you mind that? You have a guitar here? What? Beautiful things of Eretz Yisrael, and it could be sin shvuas. The biachas kaihanim that yezayichet to every single double check out. I missed the reading this morning. We didn't get biachas kaihanim, so let's hear Shloima and Arye do the biachas kaihanim. <laughs> Hashem Panav Elecha 
Seder in here. Oh,